This is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Welcome to the Not Lukewarm Podcast with Deanna Bartolini, an author, speaker, and retreat leader who wants you to know your faith and live not lukewarm. Hello, everyone. It's Deanna Bartolini with the Not Lukewarm Podcast. And if you are listening to this in the beginning of January, and I hope you are, I'm going to say Happy New Year. Welcome to 2021. So we will see what the new year brings for us. Um, I'm hoping and praying that it is a far better year for all of us than 2020 was. And I think it can be. I think it can be when we come into the new year thinking not what we're not going to have, but what we can have and what is possible. And so our, our topic for the next couple of weeks actually is going to be spiritual makeover. All right. So before the men all say, okay, I'm out, just be assured we're not going to be talking about hair or makeup or lipstick or nail color or exercise or weight loss or any of the things that are typically associated with makeovers. We're going to be talking about how God can and desires to make us over, not because we are bad or not good enough, but simply because we're human and in our humanity, we often act in ways that are not helpful to ourselves or helpful to other people. And so God wants to do something magnificent with us. He doesn't want us to just be okay people or good enough people. He created us to be awesome, to be amazing. And so let's work with him in 2021 to become those awesome, amazing people he created us to be. I'm going to start with looking at a couple of uh, verses and stories from the Old Testament. Because again, I want to focus in the, on the idea that I'm not talking about a physical makeover, though honestly, the other day I saw a very short video clip of myself giving my granddaughter her first birthday cupcake, and we were singing happy birthday, and we all looked so happy, and then I caught a glimpse of my hair, and I know I said I wasn't going to talk about hair, but just hold on here, caught a glimpse of my hair, which is graying. You know, when I look at the front of my head, my hair, right? I see, oh, it's just a little bit more than it used to be. But in this video, I got a glimpse of almost my whole head of hair. Wow. It's pretty much shot through with silver. So I'm sparkly now. I have silver sparkles in my hair. You know what? That's okay. What I want are sparkles in my soul. And I think God can give us the sparkles in our soul. And if you're a guy and you're thinking, oh, I don't want sparkles. I don't know what you might want. But just to be bright and fresh and clean and open to what God has in store for us. And so that's, I want to look at a couple of verses that really point to change. Change so that we can enter into the new year and a new time of really of fellowship with God and of being one with him and really moving forward in our spiritual lives. So first, Isaiah, and I've talked about this verse before, but it's Isaiah, and, and, and in it, uh, God says, well, Isaiah is saying to God, we are the clay, and you are 
our potter. We are all the work of your hand, Lord. And so God really is there to mold us and shape us and help us to become who he created us to be. And Isaiah, in that verse in Isaiah, really points out to that. But the other thing is, is, you know, that God, God is gentle. God is gentle with us in our making us over. It's not painful. If you've ever had your eyebrows waxed, you know that that's a little bit painful. Um, if you've ever had a steroid shot, you know that's a little painful, right? All of those things are painful, even though they promise us something better in the end. Well, God doesn't cause us pain. He's very gentle with us. And then even in Ezekiel, Ezekiel, there's the story of in Ezekiel of the dry bones, which I'm going to get to in a minute. But before that, um, in, in chapter 36, verse 26, he says, he's going to give us a new heart and a new spirit he will put within you. I will remove your heart of stone from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. God wants to give us something better. He wants to give us something more. He wants to give us what he has. He doesn't say, you know, be like me because you're awful. He says, no, be like me because I created you in my image. I created you in my likeness. And therefore, I want you to be like me. Not because you're bad, right? But because we were created to be in his image. And we cannot be in his image if we have hearts of stone rather than hearts of flesh. Because God is always calling us to that, that idea of something more and something better. So in the next chapter of Ezekiel, in chapter 37, it's the, Ezekiel has the vision of the dry bones. And he's, he's in, I don't want to read all of this because it's, it's lengthy, but I'm, so I'm going to paraphrase. Basically, he, he tells you know, Ezekiel is shown these dry bones and how dry they are. And he, he wants to know how can they come to life? And, and God said, you need to speak over these dry bones. And then he's going to put his spirit within us. He's going to join together the bones with sinew and flesh and muscle. And he's going to put everything on those dry bones that they need to come to life. And he just goes on and on that no matter what we do, God adds to it. He adds to it and he makes it better, right? He adds to it and he makes it better. He improves on it. And then at the very end of chapter 37, uh, he reminds them, he reminds them that he is their God. He says in chapter, in verse 27, I will be their God and they shall be my people. I will be their God and they shall be my people. And that's the kind of spiritual makeover I'm talking about. I'm talking about the kind of makeover that says to us, I know who God is and I know who I am in relation to God because he has taken my heart of stone and made it a heart of flesh because he has taken the bad that is in me and gently removed it because that's what I want. 
And then he has filled it with an infusion of his grace, of his mercy, and of his blessings. Now, this doesn't mean that it's magic, nor does it mean that everything will be okay from here on out. We often believe that. We, we think if, if I do this one thing, then everything else will fall into place. And, and if I do that one thing, then all the rest of these things will fall into place. And you know what? If you've lived life for any length of time, you know that you can do all the right things and sometimes bad things still happen because not everything is in our control. But what is in our control is that surrender of turning over the problems to God and trusting that his word, his word is truth and his word will come to be. And so when he says that I will be their God and they shall be my people, he means that. He doesn't mean he's going to be our God sometimes when we're good, if he feels like it, if he had a good night's sleep. No, he is always going to be God to us, always. And we are always going to be his people. And so why not go to him and ask him, God, what needs to be made over? What needs to be transformed? What needs to be changed? And again, we're not asking this because we think we're bad. We're asking because we know that God wants what is best for us. God wants what is best for us. So who better to ask what we should change? You know, if your inbox has looked anything like mine, I've been getting, you know, emails about everything, you know, about everything. Um, and, anything, what, what can I change? How can I be better? Do I want to learn how to do this? Do I want to learn how to do that? You know, do I, do I want to fly to the moon? No, I don't really want to do any of those things. I suppose if you were to ask me what was one thing I would like to change about myself, uh, that I could just change it, like without any effort, without any work, without anything, I would like to be taller. That's all. I would just like to be taller. Um, that's not going to happen. <laughs> it's not going to happen, right? And that's okay. Um, that's not the kind of thing we're talking about here, right? It's not that kind of a makeover. It's the internal makeover, the internal makeover so that when the world is a little bit out of control or a lot out of control, you know who you are and you know who you belong to. You belong to God. He is our God. We are his people. And that doesn't change. And so when we approach him and say, okay, what, what can we make over, Lord, today? What needs to change in me so that there can be less of me and more of you, right? This, he's going to give us a new heart and a new spirit. And it's going to be a heart that's filled with what he is filled with, which is goodness. And then we are able to go out and do the right thing when we are around other people. Just small, simple things, small, simple acts of kindness that let other people know that you see them. You see them as people. And so you are willing to reach out to them as people. 
if you are the kind of person who likes to make New Year's resolutions, I think that's great. If you don't like to make resolutions, that's great too. I think ultimately what it comes down to is saying, how can I get rid of whatever is in my soul that is preventing me from living fully as God is calling me to live? So he calls us to live in abundance, in peace, in freedom. He does not set limits on us. So I think for the the idea of how do we start this year? How do we start this idea of, of a spiritual makeover? The first thing, the first step is to go to God in prayer and say, here I am. What is the heart of stone in me? that needs to be changed so that I can have the heart of flesh? What needs to be changed? And then how can you help me change it, Lord? How can you help me change it? And God is so gentle and he is not going to hurt you. He's gentle and loving and kind and compassionate. He is mercy himself. That is an attribute of God, right? Merciful, God is merciful. And so hold on to that mercy when you go and ask him what needs to be changed. If you have done things that you are not proud of, if you have committed sins that you would like to be forgiven, if you are Catholic, then the best thing to do is to go to confession. If you are not Catholic, if you are a Christian person, then do whatever it is in your faith tradition that you do when you need to ask forgiveness. Go to God. Always go to God first, no matter what, whether you're going to go to confession or not. Go to God and ask him first for forgiveness. And then, you know, go to the sacrament if that is part of what you do in your faith tradition. It certainly is what I do in, in my life. And it is a huge help because you not only receive forgiveness, but you receive the extra blessings, you know, that, that forgiveness from the church that comes from God when the priest gives you those words of absolution. You know, you hear that you are forgiven. And so it's very nice because it speaks to that human need we have to not only interiorly ask for forgiveness, but we do it verbally and then we hear just as just as we have spoken, we hear that we are forgiven. And it does something. It, it changes you. And it gives you grace to not go back and do the same thing over and over again. And that really is the point. And so that's going to be our challenge, our not lukewarm challenge for this week. It's going to be to sit in quiet and offer God your heart and ask him, Lord, what is it that needs to be changed? What part of my stony heart do I need to get rid of so that I can receive your heart of flesh? If there's repentance that needs to happen, if you need to ask someone for forgiveness, do it. So allow the repentance to be a part of that. But really, the first step is just to go to God and ask him what needs to go. What can I get rid of so I can receive more of you? And so I'm going to leave you with that as your challenge for this week to do in prayer. I hope you have a wonderful new year. And uh, of course, I'll be back next, next week. It's not like I'm leaving or anything. 
If you could do me a great big favor of leaving a review, I would greatly appreciate it wherever you listen to this podcast. If you leave a review, that would be great. And know that always that I am open to suggestions and comments and ideas from you, my listeners, as to what you would like to hear me uh, talk about. So again, you can drop me an email to do that or leave a comment in the comments. I will post all of these scriptures that I've quoted um, in the show notes. And I hope you have a wonderful week and that you always remember to live not lukewarm. God bless you. Thanks for listening to the Not Lukewarm Podcast, a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. If you like this podcast, please subscribe or tell a friend or leave a review. You can find all show notes and links on notlukewarmpodcast.com. That's also where you can find links to follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest. If you have a topic that you'd like to learn more about or want to tell me how the Not Lukewarm Challenge went this week, please send me an email at Bartolini at mediaangels.com.